You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, episode 121. This episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast is brought to you by Eric Sue Mastermind. Are you ready to experience health and wellness like never before? Or maybe you are doing well, but you can take your life to a whole new level. To do that, you have to set yourself up to win. You need a process, a way to consistently grow and produce the results you want. That's what Eric Sue Mastermind can do for you. You get Eric Sue himself with 15 plus years of training experience, proven methods, and knowledge so you can have the skills to achieve everything you have dreamed of. To help you get started, Eric is offering podcast listeners a free result coaching strategy session. It's a $60 value and you're getting it for free. Visit ericwsue.com forward slash free coaching call and schedule that free session today. Hey, it's Eric Sue. I quickly wanted to thank all my longtime listeners for your continued support. I also wanted to say hi to any first-time listeners. No matter who you are, I am committed to providing you the best health and wellness information possible. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Also, rate and review this show on iTunes or Stitcher so more people can find us. Let's keep this movement growing. Thanks again, and now on to the show. Health tips, wellness advice. No hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards the healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a passionate and outgoing personal trainer with us today. Her name is Kimberly Trefleck. We'll be talking about obstacle course racing and why it's for everyone. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Kimberly. Kimberly, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready. Let's do this. Kimberly has taken a special approach to helping her clients meet and exceed their fitness goals, both physically and mentally, boosting strength, stamina, confidence, and instilling core values to achieve one's true potential. Kimberly has also been involved in sports throughout her entire life, including gymnastics and soccer. While attending Columbia College for broadcast journalism, Kimberly joined a co-ed soccer team and began training competitively in boxing and Muay Thai. In her debut, she placed second at the 2008 Golden Gloves Tournament. While she was interning at 103.5 KISS FM and NBC, interest sparked among the staff curious about her training methods and regimen. A few of the employees requested she help with their fitness goals. With little experience training others, she embarked on a journey that has brought her to the present moment. Now with nine years under her belt, numerous certifications, multiple features on local TV media, online and print publication, she has now added the title of Sponsored Elite Obstacle Course Racer and Elite Fitness Model to her resume. Boy, Kimberly, that was a lot, but really not everything about you. Could you share with us the audience included a little bit more and how you got started? Yeah, you know, um, I've always been involved in sports, um, and it wasn't until that I started training competitively in boxing and Muay Thai that I got really into it. And um, everybody saw me uh, really getting in really great shape and just really focused and transforming my body entirely, uh, especially from being in college when I started, you know, the freshman 15. <laughs> um, 
I completely changed that around and it sparked so much interest in people and how I did it. And I was so passionate about it and talked about it so much that it just turned into me teaching others how to do it as well. Excellent. Very good. And, uh, you know, we, we all like this next question and, uh, it's a fun question. My audience loves to hear the answer to, and, um, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? You know, um, I was boxing in Muay Thai, but I think I had, might have another one. Um, I actually wake up every morning and I meditate and I have a gratitude journal that I write um, that sets my intention for the day and just creates a positive, healthy outlook for how I want the day to go. And I think that in health and fitness, that's really a great way to start your day because then you can focus on your goals each day and what you want and really get yourself on the right foot to achieving them. Very good answer. And actually, you know, um, not many people I, I know or have come across actually do that as a ritual uh, in the morning. So that's really cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, and so last we spoke a um, few, few weeks ago, we came across this topic of obstacle course racing. And it said a little bit in your bio that you're a sponsored elite obstacle course racer now. Um, and we want to talk about this because I think it's a, a fun event uh, for most everyone, as we say. Let's explain why it's for everyone. So let's get into this, Kimberly. What's obstacle course racing, first of all? And uh, let's start with that. Yes, um, it's funny. I actually just came back from an obstacle course race this weekend, which was uh, pretty intense <laughs> and mm. a lot of fun. And it was raining, which makes it even more fun. Mm. Um so obstacle course racing usually involves something outdoors. There's always mud involved and a little bit of water. It's, it's in nature, which is great because you can be out in the elements and you never know what you're going to get. Um, there's different types of obstacle course races, including Spartan Race, Battle Frog, Tough Mudder, um, Warrior Dash. There's a ton of different ones for every fitness level, which is awesome. And then um, they usually consist of running or walking, depending on your fitness level. And you will come across obstacles that you have to overcome, such as barbed wire crawls, where you're crawling underneath the wires in the mud. Um, you may have to climb a rope or jump a wall or go through monkey bars, carry a sandbag. And each obstacle race is different. There's some things that are the same, but they try to make it really interesting. So you never get bored. Hmm. Okay, very good. And, and um, you know, What's the best way someone could get in shape, first of all, for something like this? And let's just start with that. Well, to get in shape, I'm honestly, the, the best way to prepare is to get outside. To get outside, um, go hiking or trail running. If you can't get outside at the moment or if the weather isn't to your liking, like in Chicago with the winter, <laughs> um, you can do interval training on a treadmill where you're walking for a minute, jogging for a minute. Um, you want to focus on strengthening your whole entire body in a functional way. So you don't want to just maybe do bicep curls and shoulder press. You want to try to lift weights for functional. So carry something around the house, hang on a bar, go to the park and play on the monkey bars. Um, you can get crazy like me and fill a bucket with rocks and carry it around your backyard. <laughs> um, just have fun and just move. Move and, and strengthen your body. Go more for endurance not, you know, 10 to 12 reps, keep it more higher, like 15 to 20 reps and trying to do something for as long as you can without overdoing it. 
Excellent. Very good. And, um, you know, we we want to include everyone. And I think that's the the big vision for obstacle course races. Right. Um, what types of people, I guess, are, are suited for this type of event? I mean, can, can you describe the, the, the I guess there's, there's no ideal person, but who who's who's who, who would you say would would be a good person for obstacle course races? I think anyone can do an obstacle course race. Uh, a lot of people seem to fear the races because they feel when they see us athletes push ourselves to the limits and to the extreme that it's impossible to complete a race. But honestly, the truth is if you just sign up for fun, I mean, even kids do the races. You can take it as slow and as easy as you want to, and you aren't required to complete any obstacle. It's a great way to just motivate yourself, test your limits, and by signing up for races, you give yourself a reason to stay active. And a lot of people grab their friends and they get together and they're transforming their lifestyles by just doing these races with their friends. Very good. Excellent. And um, you may have uh, named a few of the extras or the uh, few of the obstacle course races. What um, obstacles are in some of these obstacle course races specifically? Well, it depends on the different types of races, but there's usually um, always a barbed wire crawl or something where you have to go underneath some type of barbed wire and crawl in the mud. They always want you to get muddy. Um, and then there will be some type of a carry, whether it's a sandbag or you carry a log or a bucket, you're carrying something throughout the, the course. There may be um, walls that you have to jump over or crawl under. There will be at sometimes there's monkey bars there can be something what they call a rig which can consist of rings um climbing ropes and monkey bars they put pretty much all of that stuff together um and it, like i said if you cannot complete an obstacle then you'll usually do a penalty such as burpees or what they call bodybuilders in battle frog and then you can move on without stressing out about the, <laughs> the obstacle um so so really the the there is a way for people to go through these obstacles without, I guess, um, overdoing it or being in an uncomfortable position, right? Yes, definitely. You, If you're doing it for fun and you're not doing it to compete for money, you have the option to opt out of anything because you're doing it for fun. So the most important part is that you have fun. But my advice to you is to always try something once. You know, you never know if you'll like it or if you'll be able to do it unless you try. Mm. And the best moments happen outside of your comfort zone. Mm, very good. Excellent. Um, how fun is the mud, by the way? Is, is it? I mean, let's just be honest. It's not fun, right? Or is it fun? Or can, can it be both ways? I like getting money. So for me, it's fun. I think it's it's a fun way to, to just bring out your your childish side, you know, <laughs> to get back to being young when you would play outside at the park. And it's a good way to just really let go and have fun. Afterwards, cleaning off, not so much fun, but during it, it definitely adds a nice little element to the race. Right. We're not going to be showing up with our pretty whites or <laughs> anything that we want to uh, reuse, perhaps, huh? Well, actually, everything that I use washes pretty well. And they always have hoses um, at the end of the race. So as long as you get it off before it dries, then you can throw it in the washer. Your washer might not be happy afterwards, but your clothes will be just fine. <laughs> okay, excellent. So, so you never know. Some people, uh, 
they, they see these pictures on Instagram or social media of all these people doing it, and they perhaps just immediately think it's not for them, right? Because of the dirt or whatever, right? But in reality, it actually, it's a fun event for anyone who uh, wants to try something new. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I think it's a great way. If you are not somebody who likes to be outside in nature, they do have some races that are actually in the stadiums. So Spartan Race has stadium sprints where you would actually perform the race in a, a baseball stadium in the city that it's in, which is great because then you're not getting super muddy, but you're still able to participate in something really fun and unique because the obstacles, they make it more fun because you're not just running and focusing on running, you're focusing on overcoming something and moving on to the next thing. So it really keeps your focus engaged. Very good. Excellent. Um, and just for clarification, what does it mean to be a sponsored elite obstacle course racer? Well, there's different ways to be sponsored. Um, usually sponsored obstacle course racer means that somebody is investing in you as a racer. So they'll either pay for your travel or they'll give you free products um, that you, they let you use. And in, in return, I would promote their business as well. So it's, it's definitely beneficial for both ends, but they usually help you in some way to do these races as they, they are costly and um, we need certain things. We need certain clothes. We need certain supplements. We need stuff. So anybody who sponsors an athlete will help with that in some way. Excellent. Very good. And, and just, I guess for my audience that, that is, that just means also that they, they really highly, these companies highly, um, how would you say, um, see you as someone that that can be someone who is going to be very interested in these obstacle course races and, and promote these obstacle course races uh, as best you can so that uh, it's a positive um, uh, perception of those, right? Yeah, they usually look for somebody who's who's really involved with the community and the public and who's really engaged and passionate about what they do. And I, you know, my entire life, is living a healthy lifestyle and promoting healthy lifestyle products and stuff that I believe in. So when somebody sponsors me, they know that I believe in their product and they know that I will share that and they know that I'm dedicated enough in my sport to be able to continue to get better and better. And it works both ways in that way. Excellent. Cool. Um, Tell me uh, real quick here a story you may have that might be a fun story for our audience to hear about an obstacle course race that you've experienced. Could, could you share one? One or all? No. Well, just so that people get an idea um, that you're really a real person. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to scare anybody away from, from my stories because once again, we as athletes take it to the extreme. So don't by any chance think that this is something that you'd have to go through <laughs> when you do a race. But um, in the, oh man, let's just say, um, the Spartan Race World Championships, we were required to jump in the water if you were elite, and it was about, hmm, I think, 40 degrees oh. outside, and the water the water was 50 degrees, so <laughs> swimming through that water was pure torture, and we all got out and could not move very much, so that was definitely a huge challenge, um, given that it was 15 miles, but it was the World Championships, so that was something that they were going for, was really challenging our body and our mind, and... Um, Another fun story, I guess you could say, is um, I 
raced in the Battle Frog San Francisco, and you are required as an elite to complete all of the obstacles. And I was stuck at one obstacle for about 10 hours. And if it wasn't for the, yes, 10 hours. (laughs) And that's just my um, determination to not give up. Um, You know, we're kind of stubborn as athletes. We want to make sure that we can complete anything and and always achieve our goals. And if it wasn't for the staff cheering me on and telling me to keep going and keep trying, I probably would have given up. But I stayed in there, and uh, I suffered the consequences after. So that was a fun one. And then I'll tell one more. You can include it or not. But um, what actually got me into obstacle course racing was I had a client and he had just overcome colon cancer and I was teaching him how to run, uh, just how to run in general. And we ran about three miles total and he came up to me and he's like, I'm signing up for a Spartan race. And I was like, okay, let's do this. What is it? Mm -hmm. And um, found out that it was eight miles long and he only knew how to run three. <laughs> so I was not going to let him do it alone. And we decided we were going to sign up together and we trained for about a month and a half. And, and the whole race we ran together, it was 30 degrees that day, wow. probably the coldest day in Chicago. Wow. It took us about three and a half hours to complete it, but we both crossed the finish line together. And since then I was completely hooked. Wow. A great story. Um, I'm curious yeah. to know, and I, I'm so curious. I, I, I'm serious that my audience is too. Um, Ten hours on one obstacle. Yeah. Um, so, enlighten us yeah. a little bit here. What what happened? Uh, the ten hours on one obstacle it it required a lot of upper body grip strength. So um, maybe an equivalent to somebody who might rock climb. And I I had I didn't have the the ability uh at that moment to to get that strength and the technique um so i kept trying and i would take breaks i would meditate i would go take a nap in the field so i mean i wasn't going for 10 hours at that obstacle just one after the other after the other but the thing was is if you fell in the middle of the obstacle you would have to start all over again Mm. so my problem was the middle of the obstacle and I would have to keep completing the first part over again. And um, I ended up getting kicked off the course um, because they were closing it. And me and a friend of mine who was stuck there with me, we ended up just running the course together and and finishing, uh, holding hands across the finish line, tears and I, mm. <laughs> and realizing that it just wasn't our day that day. <laughs> mm. So so that just proves that, that if anybody signs up for any obstacle course race, it, it's not so much um if you finish it, it or it, maybe it is how you finish but it, anyone can finish one right anyone can finish one and like i said the people who were doing that race for fun all finished no problem because if they couldn't do that obstacle they would do a little eight count bodybuilder which which even kids can do you know it's it's very possible and um what I love about the races is that you never know what you're going to get. It's a very leveled playing field. So it doesn't matter how great of an athlete you are as far as the elite uh, section goes. If, if you have trouble at an obstacle, you know, that's, that's what happened to you that day. You know, some, there's some obstacles that I will get through no problem. And then the next race I have an issue with them. So it's nice to know that anybody can be good at this and anybody can succeed and excel and be better than they were before. Excellent. Very good. Um, 
are, are did you may you may have said this earlier are there obstacle course races that are easier than others or one that you would recommend for beginners I would say for beginners do any of the short races um so there's different types of races some of them can be anywhere from 10 to 15 miles long in the mountains you know, so you can do any of the short races. A great one to start with is Warrior Dash. Um, the Battle Frog is great uh, because you can do just one lap. So it's about eight kilometers for one lap. Um, and then if you were to do a Spartan race, I would suggest doing the sprint to start. It's um, three to five miles instead of eight to 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's definitely a good place to start. And just practice burpees. Um, I know everybody hates that word, but mm. it's a good way to practice and making sure that if you can't get through an obstacle, you can at least complete the burpees and, and then move on to the next one. Very good. Um, I, I, I probably can hear some people who are like, well, this isn't for me. This is too hard for me and all this negative thoughts. Um, well, what could you tell this person besides what you've said so far? Oh, um, I would tell them that life is no fun living in fear. <laughs> mm. And I once did not feel like I could complete a Spartan race either. And when I had done my first one, I was nowhere in in shape to complete the eight miles. You know, even as a personal trainer, running wasn't something I did, you know, for fun. Mm. <laughs> so... Um, I, I would do it, but I wouldn't, I never signed up for races ever. So if I can do it and if my clients who only knew how to run three miles and we only worked out at his home with dumbbells, if he can do it too, then you can do it. I think that you should always try something once and at any time you could opt out if you don't like it, but at least try it. Because anything's possible, and you don't have to be in the best shape of your life to do it. I see so many different types of people with different types of bodies having a great time completing these races. And with a smile on their face, it's something just really fun to do to just keep you interested, active, and engaged. Right. And and I was going to say, would you agree that doing it with someone or a group of people uh, can can, uh, help the situation, if you will? Yeah, definitely. People do things as teams all the time with these races. It's great because if some person is having trouble with an obstacle and someone else is capable, they'll help them get over the obstacle. So doing it as a team with your friends takes the intimidation out of it a little bit. It makes it more fun. And then you know you have people there to support you if there's something that you're having trouble with. Yeah, yeah. Definitely find a buddy if you're not too sure about it. Um Everything's safe, would you say, too? Because that, that's the other thing. Everything's set up to be safe, isn't it? Yes, everything is set up to be safe, there, and there's always medical teams, and um, there's always a first aid tent and everything on course. Um, there hasn't been any issues that I am aware of where things have been unsafe. And like I said, if you don't feel comfortable with something, just skip it. I, I used to be terrified of heights. I still am slightly terrified of heights. Um, and when I did it for fun, I, there were a couple things that I was like, I'm not going to do this today. Um, or I would go up as much as my comfort level would allow. And then I would just try to go in the middle instead of going over the top. If it was climbing on some type of wood. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Excellent. Um, 
I don't know if there's any more that you wanted to share with uh, our audience about obstacle course racing. Uh, I do want to touch a little bit about what you do and um, your fitness center as well. Uh, is there any last piece of advice for anyone who's thinking of obstacle course racing? I guess the best thing I can say is get out there, have fun, and flash a big muddy smile. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And take a picture of it too, right? <laughs> Yes, take lots of pictures. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, so get out there, you guys, and, and do some obstacle course races if you want to have some more fun with what you're doing to accomplish your fitness. So, Kimberly, I, I do want to just get into a little bit about your fitness center and um, what you do there. Uh, can you share with our audience a little bit about it? Yeah, well, actually, I like to, to call myself a traveling trainer. Um, there's a number of fitness centers that I actually run space out of. I also go to people's homes and condo buildings. So I'm not just in one spot. I like to make it very personal and comfortable for the client. So if people are more comfortable working in their home, I'll come to their home. Or if they're more comfortable working in a fitness facility, we will find a personal training facility nearby them so that I can train them there. So that's kind of how I run my business um, in order to cater to the clients. Very good. And what is it that you offer that uh, some of the other um, trainers do not offer um, that makes you special? Um, my undivided attention. <laughs> I don't know if all trainers do that or not, but I really like to keep things very personal. I believe that everybody is different and everybody achieves their goals differently. People are motivated in different ways. And I think that really getting to know somebody and getting to know the way that they, they succeed and, and some of the obstacles that they go through is very, very important in helping them achieve their goals. So I make sure I do a thorough and extensive fitness assessment, and then I'm still continuing to learn about them more and more throughout our training sessions. And if something's not working, I really go above and beyond to change it to make sure that we find a way that does work for them. I think that's very, very important. And I keep my client base a little bit lower. And that way I'm able to make sure I'm giving my undivided attention to every single client that I have. Excellent. Very good. Um, and just finally, how do the people get a hold of you? Um, well, you can call me. <laughs> you okay. can email me or visit my website at uh, mariahealthandfitness.com. And uh, are you on social media as well, just so that people can find you? Yes, I am on Facebook at Kimberly Adele Truffelick, as well as Instagram and Twitter. And you could find my Instagram at Kimberly Adele. And then my Twitter is Tough Chick Trainer, because I don't believe in excuses. Mm, very good. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I know Kimberly is going to do a great job. If you connect with her, you are um, mainly in the city or do you travel outside? I mostly go um, anywhere from like Northfield, Glenview area, all the way like downtown. So I would say I'm surrounding areas around 90, 94 um, into the downtown area. Okay. Just so that people know. So it's just reach out to me and, and we could find a way to make it work um, depending where you are, you know. I live in the middle of the city and Northfield, so 
that's totally fine. I also am going to be offering online training as well for people who might have their own gym that they go to, and I can offer um, an online training through an app, which is just as personal as personal training. The only thing is I'm not actually physically there with you, but you can contact me right away through the app. It'll go right into my phone. Excellent. Very good. I got to get one of those. But uh, anyhow, I um, truly appreciate, Kimberly, all your knowledge about obstacle course racing. And uh, like I said, it is something for everyone. And I hope you guys decide to try one sometime in your life. Um, as Kim says, anyone can do it. So I really appreciate it, Kimberly, for your time, knowledge, and wisdom. I look forward to possibly something in the future with you. So um, for now, I'll let you go. Thank you so much for everything. I really appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.